Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to talk about addictions. So over the past couple of months, I've had multiple people message me and come up to me and talk to me about their addictions. They want to change and they're wondering how they should go about that. They were asking for my advice. And so there's a couple of things I want to share with you guys because I think there's some really common mistakes that people make when they're trying to quit something. And first, let me say this. I recognize that things like sugar, alcohol, marijuana, it's not a problem for everyone. Some people use, I know people that use marijuana and it's a huge benefit to their life. They're productive. It makes them uh, happier. It's a great benefit to their life. I've also known people and I've had a couple of people talk to me about wanting to quit marijuana. They just, they feel like they're abusing it. They feel like it's becoming a negative thing in their life and they're wanting to quit. Same thing with food, same thing with alcohol. Now, the first thing is, is whenever you're trying to quit something, I think it's crucial that you replace that activity, you replace that habit with another habit. Now, if you're trying to quit, let's say food, okay, you're trying to quit sugar, trying to change your diet, you're trying to lose weight, it's crucial that you replace your habit of eating ice cream and eating bread with butter with healthier habits. Now, here's the big misconception because you might go, Matt, duh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to replace my bad eating habits with good ones. Now, a big misconception that I had for a very long time was that it took three weeks to create a new habit. And that's what I always heard. And so that's what I always thought. And I'd be so frustrated whenever I tried to make changes in my own life. And then after a couple of weeks, you know, after I was at that three week mark, I still, it wasn't an automatic thing for me to do the thing I wanted to do. I wanted to revert back to the bad habit that I was trying to get rid of. And the honest truth is, is that I think it takes much, much longer to create a new habit, especially when you're talking about replacing a negative habit or something that you truly have been doing for a long time that you want to change because it's a negative thing in your life. So if you've been eating unhealthy for 15 years, let's say that your diet has pretty much been out of control for 15 years. It is going to take much longer than three weeks for you to start eating healthy and especially for you to just automatically start eating healthy. You're going to crave those foods for much longer than three weeks. It's going to be a struggle and that's where self-discipline is really going to come into play. Now, I've seen studies where they say, you know, it's between 60 and 70 days to create a new habit. I've seen studies say it takes about six months to truly create a new habit. And I think it really, especially when we're talking about these, you know, habits of, hey, I've smoked marijuana for years, or I've done drugs for years, or I've, you know, eaten sugary foods for years, or drank alcohol for years, it's going to take six months or possibly even longer. And in some of these, in some cases, I really think it's going to take you a couple of years. So don't get frustrated because it isn't going to be a quick fix. And you must, must remember that you ate unhealthy for 10 years. So it's not going to, everything's not going to change in three weeks. 
You have to have a marathon mindset. You have to have a truly life-changing mindset that you're not going back to the diet that you ate, that you were eating. You're going to stick with it because there will come a day to where it's just automatic. Your body will adjust, your taste buds will adjust, and you really will start to crave leafy greens. You'll start to crave fattier meats. You'll start to crave you know, these foods that you should be eating more of, but it's going to take a bit. And now that goes into kind of my second point, though, is when you're truly quitting something, you know, it takes a long time to build that healthy new habit. But sometimes you really have to leave, you have to leave that old life behind. And so, for instance, when I was drinking alcohol, I didn't really realize I had a problem until I was about two, two and a half years deep into drinking all the time. It started off innocent enough. I'm an 18 year old. I just wanted to go out, meet girls, hang out with my friends and have fun. And that slowly that it slowly turned into a life of, you know, where I'm partying once on the weekend or every other weekend too. Man, I'm trying to to drink alcohol 5 days a week. And then I got to the point where I was drinking alcohol every day. I mean, towards the end of my alcohol run, I was drinking. I I know I had drank for 18 days in a row. 18 days in a row. And I started to get some like, you know, obviously I started to get some health problems, nothing serious, but it kind of freaked me out because, you know, I'm a 20 year old guy and I just, I was lethargic. I, you know, just, there was a couple of things, my pH system. So my uh, pH balance system in my body was all out of whack. And so I actually developed a thing. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but essentially since my pH was out of whack, I couldn't create saliva. So for like a month since I had had so many fluids because I was drinking so much and then trying to recover, you know, with Gatorade, uh, you know, Gatorade, Powerade, water, I had had so many fluids that it messed my system up and I could not create saliva for like a month. It, It really freaked me out, you know, and it was so annoying. Like I could not create saliva in my mouth. (laughs) So just imagine that. It's a very, just imagine being cotton mouth all the time. It was very uncomfortable. And I also went to go, I had been super active. I would went to college to play soccer. And so I was used to being able to run five miles, 10 miles. And I went to go run and I was, I couldn't do even a quarter of a mile. So I decided I need to make some changes. Now, I'm telling you this because I did. I decided, I was like, look, I'm done with alcohol. I'm done drinking. I'm going to quit for a while. I hadn't made the decision that I was going to quit forever, but I had made the decision that I was going to change my life. You know, I was going to use alcohol sparingly. It wasn't going to be a major part of my life anymore. And for a couple of months, I didn't really drink. I, did, I shouldn't say I didn't drink, but... I'd get around the same friends. So I would kind of avoid my friends for a month or two. And then after two months of, you know, not going to the parties, I'd go, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight. And it would always lead me to relapsing and drinking two, like two days in a row. Like I would get really drunk two days in a row. And then, uh, you know, I'd wake up on Sunday or Monday and just be like, oh, what did I do? You know, okay, I'm back on the wagon. I'm not going to drink. And I'd get around those same friends. And I could not control myself. And so this is at the time where I was living in Louisville, Kentucky. All my best friends, you know, all my friends, all the guys I grew up with, you know, I loved those guys. But I recognized that if I stayed there, if I stayed in Louisville, Kentucky, 
that I would never truly stop drinking. I would never beat this addiction. And so I decided to move to Alabama where I didn't know anybody and I started over. And this is 10 years ago now and I haven't drank since I moved to Alabama. And I really think that's the only way to truly break these big addictions is if you're staying around your same friends, you know, if, if you're a big, um, you know, marijuana smoker and you're wanting to quit and you're really struggling to do it, it's because, and I hate to say this, it's because of the people you're spending time around. If you're a huge marijuana user, I guarantee you half of, or probably more than half of your friends are also big, heavy marijuana users. And again, I can be around, I very, very, very rarely partake in marijuana. It is maybe once a year at this point. I'm just not a big fan for what it, I don't know, I'm just not a big fan of it for myself. But some of my really close friends, you know, do do marijuana and I have zero issue being around them. I'm not tempted at all to do it. So for me, it's not a big deal. But if you're somebody that really likes to partake and you feel like you're abusing it, you being in that same atmosphere, you're going to relapse. You are going to use alcohol when you're around your friends and everybody's kind of in that circle and you're passing around marijuana and it comes to you and they go, hey, do you want some? You're going to be able to resist a couple of times, but I guarantee you, guarantee you after a couple of weeks, after a couple of times, your willpower is going to let you down and you're going to use it again. Same thing with food. You know, if you're hanging around people all the time that are going out to eat, that aren't working out, you know, if you work in an office and, you know, your closest people in your office, you guys go out every single week on Wednesdays and Fridays, we'll say, and you guys go out to a new restaurant every single week. Well, if you continue to go out with them, again, for a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, you're going to be able to order that salad. You're going to be able to order that steak with vegetables. But you're going to get fed up one day, your willpower is going to be low, and you are going to relapse. You're going to just have a blowout. And then after you have that blowout, you're going to stop your diet and you're going to be back to gaining weight and you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel miserable. And so quitting and trying to add a new habit, it's not necessarily about the self-discipline. It's also about just removing yourself from the environments that tempt you the most. For me with alcohol, it was, man, I got to remove myself from my friends. Pretty much all my friends at that time, you know, we were 20, 21 years old, you know, we're all 20, 21 years old. So you can imagine again at that time, all my friends partied and I just couldn't have the same friend group. I had to start over. And so moving to Alabama and just meeting new people and starting Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was the best thing in the world that could have happened to me. Now, again, I'm not saying, you know, you have to move states or you have to make all new friends, but you really have to look, take a hard look in the mirror when you have these addictions and you're truly wanting to change. You have to take a hard look in the mirror and you have to think, what is causing me to stay in this same pattern of addiction and why can't I quit? And then you really need to assess the environment that you're putting yourself in. Because you are choosing to constantly be around um, temptation. And without that six months of new habits, you know, for me, so I told you guys that, again, I moved to Alabama. I did not go back to Kentucky for 
I think it was three years. I spent three years in Alabama, did not go back. Then I started going back regularly, and I had zero issue being around alcohol. I wasn't tempted at all to drink. So I don't know if three years was the number, but again, I drank heavily for two, two and a half years. It took me a good year, I think, probably to get that alcohol um, temptation out of me. And again, now I'm, I can be around alcohol all the time. No big deal. I'm not tempted to drink. And yeah, it's no big problem. You need to assess that though. And you need to recognize that, oh, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to take three weeks off from hanging out with these people, or I'm going to take three weeks off from going out to restaurants because when I go to restaurants, I make bad decisions. It's going to take a lot, lot longer than that. And once you know that though, I think you can kind of prepare yourself. You can prepare yourself to have that mentality. You kind of know what you're walking into and you can make the changes you need to finally, finally conquer the things that have control over you. I hate when things have control over me. I don't want to be addicted to anything. I don't want to feel like I need anything to live, you know, besides obviously the basics of water, food, you know, love, happiness, yada, yada, yada. But I don't want there to be a foreign substance, whether it's video games, alcohol, marijuana, um, sugar. I don't want anything to control my life. And these are a couple of things that I've learned over time, especially with, you know, my problems with alcohol. And I never really had a big problem with food. You know, I've always been, besides the, the time that I was drinking, that was the only time that I like really got out of shape and was starting to put on the pounds. I got up to about 181. That's the heaviest I've ever been. Um, for you guys that, you know, don't see me regularly, I'm 162 pounds. That's what I weighed this morning. So it's 20 pounds heavier, didn't have any muscle on when I was drinking. But I've never had a big issue with food. Like food's not really my go-to for comfort. And so, you know, I, I haven't had that many issues with it. I've been able to kind of stick to diets and, and intermittent fast for a while. But I'm telling you, man, you guys that are out there really trying to change your diets, you really need to assess the environments that you're putting yourself in and the people you're spending time with. Because the more and more you put yourself in those environments, you are going to break and you are going to eat the foods that you know you should not. And now this is going to be my last point here is finding enjoyment in new habits. Because I thought for a long time, you know, I told you I didn't really have a problem with food, but I thought for a long time that like, man, the best foods are sugar, you know, sugary foods. I love cookies. I love ice cream. Ice cream is my favorite food in the world. If you guys know me, uh, if Irish Keith ever listens to this episode, you know, he's been with me where I've had four scoops of ice cream from Baskin Robbins and I just devour it. I love ice cream. Now, when I think of eating healthy, I just, part of my joy of eating just goes out the window. I know a lot of you guys feel the same way. You think it's all about just self-discipline, making yourself miserable, accomplishing a goal, and then moving on with your life. And then you're going to end up back to eating those foods that you see as enjoyment. The big problem is that, again, you find happiness and you find um, you're kind of wired to just believe that the best foods are unhealthy. And what I found is that is not true at all. Okay. You must find a diet or you must find a change that you enjoy. 
And so for me, I've loved, so I've been car, almost carnivore, strictly carnivore for 45 days now. And I absolutely love it. I eat good meats. I eat good fats. And I'll have, there's four vegetables that I'm eating. So I'm eating zucchini, asparagus, broccoli, and cabbage. And I love the foods that I'm eating. I've been finding some really cool recipes. I'm enjoying my food. I'm eating as much as I want. It's not this torture. It's not this kind of jail sentence like, all right, okay, I was bad for a couple of years eating. Like, so I'm going to do the carnivore diet or I'm going to do a vegan diet and I'm going to barely eat and I'm going to starve myself to lose weight. I really recommend experimenting and finding out what diet's going to work best for you and what diet you're going to enjoy. Diet's even a bad word. For me, it's just a lifestyle. Find the lifestyle that you enjoy because I'm finding a ribeye, just a, I mean, I'm loving making steaks right now. I'll make a ribeye and it is the best tasting thing. Like I don't want ice cream. I don't want cookies. Like I want a ribeye and it doesn't mean that I don't like cookies and ice cream because they do taste really good. It's just, I like ribeyes and I like ice cream, but ribeyes are healthier for me or I've been making this zucchini, asparagus um, kind of walk. So I've been putting it on a walk and just kind of making it Japanese style. And oh my God, it is so good. My body craves it. Even just thinking about it right now, I just want to go home and make it. And in the past when I've done diets, it's been like bland chicken with bland broccoli. And it's like, dude, you can't keep that up. It's impossible. You must, must find enjoyment in the new habits that you're trying to build. If you're trying to quit marijuana, you're trying to quit alcohol, you need to find new things to replace them that you enjoy. I loved partying. I'll tell anybody right now, five of the best times of my life, I was drunk. I had so much fun. Any of you guys that have done a lot of partying in your past, you'll probably agree. Like five of your best times, you were drunk. But five of my worst times in my life, I also was drunk. Five of the worst experience I've ever had, I was also drunk. And so when I stopped partying, you know, and stopped drinking, like, you know, it was one of the activities that I really liked to do. I loved hanging out with people. I loved going and dancing and, you know, meeting new people, um, talking to girls, yada, yada, yada. Loved it. But I needed to replace that activity with something that I found enjoyable, something that, you know, was going to bring meaning to my life, something that gave me a purpose, um, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is that thing for me. Once I found, like, I moved to Alabama, started training immediately, and a light switch went off of my head, and all the fun, all the partying, all that stuff went out the window, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu replaced that for me. It became this thing, and that's another thing. I was like, dude, I train all the time. I don't want to wake up drunk. I don't want to wake up hungover. I want my body to be in tip-top condition because this is something I love. And so start putting value and meaning into those new habits, and you have to find things you enjoy. You can't just go, oh, well, I know meditation is supposed to be really good for me. If you don't enjoy meditating, you don't enjoy meditating. If you don't enjoy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you don't enjoy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. How many times have you tried to convince somebody to train? And they come try it, and they just don't like it. My brother is a beast 
I mean, he is one of the strongest guys I know. He's in insane shape. He tried Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and he didn't really like it. It wasn't for him. And I didn't understand that at the time. I was like, how could somebody not love Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? But, dude, there's so many activities that I should be doing that I just don't enjoy. So find a new habit that you enjoy. Recognize that that old habit is going to take longer than three weeks. It's going to take longer than a couple of months. In a lot of cases, it's going to take six months or up to a year, maybe even a little bit longer, depending on how bad the addiction is, for you to truly change. Hope this episode helps uh, helps you guys out there, anybody dealing with any type of addiction, with any type of thing that they're hiding or you know they feel shameful about. Recognize that you can do it. You can, but you just got to have the right mindset and you have to know how to make the changes. Until next time, guys, I really appreciate you and love you. Um, hope you have the best day. I hope you guys have a good Memorial Weekend. I just found out that Memorial Weekend's this weekend, so I'm hopefully going to find a pool to just spend at least one day just laying out by the pool. I definitely deserve it right now. Peace, guys.